Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sunfire Tavern. This week's this is episode twenty-two, and uh, this is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV. So uh, pull up a chair each week and join me, uh, Ollie, and my co-host Clark as we discuss the hot topics from the last few days. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. So, Clark, how are you doing, man? How's it going? Thanks. Our podcast is now old enough to drink in the wow. US. Wow, that's actually that's yeah, good for her. Yeah, good, good for her. her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. get get uh, you know, have to celebrate. You know, go out for drinks. Well, wish we could, but no, yeah, maybe not yet. <laughs> not yet, but we'll, we'll stay in for drinks. We'll yeah, have we'll have tea. tea. That'll yeah, be fine. We'll have, we'll have some tea yeah. and biscuits in true British fashion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, actually, before we go into other stuff, I guess like corona, coronavirus update. I guess you know, next seems like lockdown is. You know they've out like outlined the plans on like how they're going to reduce lockdown now, haven't they? So, in the UK, so. yeah, we're sort of getting yeah. there slowly. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my my dad was very excited to tell me today that he's had his first half of his uh, vaccination. Oh. So that's cool. Like, it's nice to know that all the people in like their age groups and stuff are getting mm. hit first. Um, and there is some sort of plan. I mean, the roadmap is literally like at the end of July. There's just going to be this like awful moment where suddenly everyone's outside and there's just a trillion people everywhere. Yes. Because um, I've sort of gotten used to the world being empty mm. now, and I'm not sure if I can go back to it being It's going to be really weird, um, especially because, like, you know, yeah, July is when they're going to open up all, like, the music venues and clubs and all that stuff again, and I feel like there's just going to be a massive yeah. influx of people who have not been, like, out in, like, you know, like, out-out in, like, a year, right? And just going to be, like, so many people in the yeah, streets, like... It's going to be a blood orgy. Yeah, basically, happen. yeah. Blood orgy. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be like um, in the Matrix, that cave rave scene, you know, except for it's just going to be the streets of London. <laughs> yeah. So. I think it's going to be more like that old video of the the, the people dancing under the bridge. Oh, the, the cyber goth cyber rave. Oh god, yeah, I that, wish it was gonna that. Be, that. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> to the to the theme of problem. <laughs> Classic meme there. Classic meme. Oh, what a great video. Um, but yeah. So. This week, we've had um, a lot of exciting news. We've had a lot of things go on. Um, and I'm sure if you want to go down the points, we can probably cover that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as opposed to last week, where we hope we had the Nintendo Direct and the and BlizzCon 2021. Uh, I mean, sure, go ahead and let people know what we're going to be so, talking about. So uh, the week. agenda for this week's episode is um, obviously what we've been playing and watching. Uh, we'll be talking about the PlayStation State of Play, which uh, I guess Clark will be spearheading that one um and then oh, we'll, t- okay, we'll, t- we'll talk about uh we'll talk about pokemon direct as well that happened recently that, that was cool um and we've got ea killing multiplayer content uh which happened recently and we've got one division of course as usual and maybe a little bit of trivia at the end we'll see how we how we go with time but yeah people keep asking me like um one division every time every time we say it on the podcast it sounds like we're talking about the band one division what? oh yeah i was gonna say what yeah <laughs> <laughs> Every time. So no, we're not. We're not. We're not One Direction. I mean, I'm not a One Direction fan. I don't know if, uh, if uh, Ollie is. Unfortunately, but, uh, not. I'm definitely not. One Division, however. One Division. Yeah. What is One, one Division? Division? Is that a band? I don't think it's a band. But maybe we could start a band. This is it. Our uh, our own band. One Division. I, don't know, I think I'm too old to start a band. I've been through this conversation many times in my years, and we're always like, "Ooh, let's." The, the conversation kind of starts with, "Let's start a band," and then it moves on to, "Let's open our own pub." Um, so wait, start your own what? pub like uh yeah so you go through these like phases and apparently i'm not alone in this like it it happens to a lot of people where you initially start thinking about starting your own mm. band 
and then you move on starting your own business which is something that's always in the back of my mind and then you always end up like with a group of friends saying we should start our own restaurant or pub never happens no one ever does it but you just go through those conversations where you think that you're going to do it and you start planning out names and ideas and so it's weird getting old is a strange strange Mm -hmm. thing don't get old stay young we're trying everybody desperately trying i'm sure try hard yeah exactly i mean we've already lost a year in like five minutes so because like so I was looking through all my documents and stuff today because I'm just going through the process of signing on for my new mm. job. And I realized that somewhere along the last month, February has just not happened. It just yeah, disappeared. Yeah, basically. Because I still thought it was like like February 20th or February 18th or something, but it's yep. March now. First of March. And I'm like, oh, I've lost a whole yeah. month. <laughs> just disappeared. Who knows where it went. So I'm not sure. What the... I think that's one of the uh, side effects of COVID is just time distortion. Yeah, basically. <laughs> For everyone, so we're all time distorted now. We don't even know what, what's going on anymore. And plus, we've got the weird weather that's happening where we had like hail and then 20 degrees uh, the other day, and then a thunderstorm in the middle of a snowstorm. It, it's like the, the weather's on like shop demonstration mode because we're getting all of them at the same yeah, time. Sorry, I think they're testing the simulations or they're testing the settings just to make sure that when COVID ends, like you know, they've got they're all prepared. They're doing like the bug testing, you know, like well, cause they, you know, it's going to take a lot more RAM to kind of get all the things reopened and have everything working in its own little space yeah, exactly, again. exactly. Because right now, everyone's just, no one's rendering at the moment because they're all locked away yeah. and hidden. <laughs> they're really going to have to do something with the render engine to get us back out there into the real world. Oh, my God. It's, it's scary. And I know that 99% we're joking here, but this is what happened after my coma as well, is uh, when I went through the therapy, I, I was informed that there's a very real thing that happens when you go through a coma, which is where you wake up and then you wake up again. Oh. So you have this constant fear that you're still in the coma because I remember what 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 life was like inside my coma. I remember the world I'd created, yeah. and waking out of that coma world, it felt like the real world wasn't the real one, and the coma oh, one was. Wow. And then suddenly moving into this COVID state where like we'd all gone back indoors and everyone was locked back inside again, that the therapist was like, "This could very really mess you up. Like you could be really in a confusing situation here where you think you're back in your coma mm. again." And I was like, "I'm not going to lie. That thought has. Pa- I mean, obviously I did, didn't think it, but the thought passed my like passed through my mind, and I was like, uh, this is a bit weird now. Like, what's actually going on? Because we've never had a pandemic like this yeah. before." In, not in my lifetime, I mean, that we've never had, apart from like the Spanish flu that we had, but it didn't really affect us in the same way that this Yeah, there was had. swine flu as well, where there was a big scare, but it didn't actually put yeah. people into like lockdown or anything like that, so. No, but right at the very start of this, I was sitting next to someone at work, and she was panicking over the, the information coming up on the news saying that um, this is a pandemic, blah, 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 and I said, this is exactly the same thing that the news said about the swine flu, nothing happened, we we're all fine, we all forgot about it. It's going to be absolutely fine. That was on March 24th. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going to happen the next day. I, I remember when we... <laughs> you know, March 20th, that was, sorry. Yeah, March I remember 20th. in the office when, what's it, when people were talking about like, being, like, going home, people were scared and stuff, and I was like, oh, you know, it'll just be a few weeks. Yep. It's fine, you know? Yep, this will be over, and now here we are a year later. Yep. We're actually coming up to the anniversary of the, the lockdown. Yep. Um, I, I, I think moving forwards as well, this is going to become, like, a day every year. What? Like a remembrance day or something. One year, like COVID, COVID day. day one year inside. Yeah, where everyone is locked down. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be a thing every year. Wow. I don't know, but this is a... We're sort of off base already because um, I guess we can start by saying what we've been playing Yeah. Um, what have I been playing? Um, so, oh, I hit gold in League of Legends so I can celebrate now. Oh, nice. Did it. Nice. GG's. Um, well but done. yeah, uh, so the amount of League I play will probably dip a little bit now that I've achieved that goal. Um been playing Tekken, obviously. Uh, Valheim. Still playing Valheim with a different group of people. 
I'm st- Sorry, just to ask, is, is gold the highest tier no, in League? No, it's nowhere near the highest no. tier, but it's just like the amount of time that I'm willing to invest, essentially. Is that like... Right, because in Overwatch, I, I, I've gone from Platinum to Bronze. Oh, God. Uh, and Platinum isn't the highest tier. Yeah. You've got Master and then and Diamond, Master yeah. above Platinum. Yeah. And Diamond, yes, thank you. So, sorry, yeah, it's, it's basically the same in in League as well. So you've got yeah, you know, okay. plat. I I could I could probably make. I mean, you know, this is the usual chat of like you know when people talk like oh you know I could probably make plat, but you know it's a big. I know it's a big time Never investment, do. so uh, we'll see. Do you find that nine times out of ten that you feel like you're playing above the level of the people that you're grouped with? But it's things like rage quitters and forced AFKers and people that are like intentionally feeding that that causes you to drop. Um, I used to, but then I had a different. I have a slightly more nuanced perspective on it now, which is to do with like play styles and teamwork and all this other stuff. But like, it's a that's a long topic. We can talk about that another time. But it, right, I, yeah, I can forever. literally talk about that for a whole podcast episode. But um, <laughs> uh, what else have I been playing? Um, oh, I started playing um, Bloons Tower Defense Six. Uh, have you ever played Bloons Tower Defense? Have you heard of it? Tower yeah. Defense. As in balloons. yeah, but like B L O O N S, but it's basically balloons, yeah. <clears throat> uh, no. So it was like a super popular flash game series back in the day, and then eventually moved to like mobile. So I played like Balloons TD five on mobile, and now I'm playing Balloons TD six on Steam. Um, but the reason I'm playing it is because it has co-op. So I'm planning to play like co-op with friends and stuff like that, okay. and it's like a nice chill like co-op game that we can just play in the evenings and just like you know wind down. Oh, yeah. Cool. So that's been fun. I'm just looking at a clip of it now it looks very simple but very yes different. yeah it's one it's definitely one of yeah. those games where it's like very very simple um but yeah it's been uh been fun um so that's what i've been up to i guess i'm thinking if i've watched anything oh, i watched mr and mrs smith again recently you know the film that is a great movie yeah I love that movie. It... With, um uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. yeah it's good it's movie. fun the ending scenes <sighs> where they're having like the they're making up, but they're also trying to kill each other. Is just such a great, uh, like, yeah, um, really well choreographed. It's, really it's yeah, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, what have you been up to? Um, so I've sort of taken a break from Valheim because I was playing it way too much last week, and I think I overloaded a bit on it. So we've replaced Valheim now with Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Um, wow. I've never played it before, and I know obviously know all about it because i've seen it all over the place and i know the history of it and stuff it's just one of those games i think i tried once and didn't really connect to it um but myself and um, my little sea of thieves stroke valheim buddies jumped into it and we're now playing it co-op and it is really Mm. fun like we've all got a specialty so i'm the fisherman uh one of them is a miner and then the the third one in fact it's bjorn and ollie the guys that have been Mm. on this podcast um uh, so Ollie is the miner, and Bjorn is the like the farmer, the the housemaid who stays at home and cooks oh, his dinner. Um, so every time we come back from a day out, we're like, "Oh, you've made the farm look so oh, nice!" Uh, and we realise that that there's there's just this. Have, have you yeah, played yeah, Sarji? yeah. I played Sochi. So you know how in a lot of games you get this like min maxing mm-hmm. idea, and you start going nuts and like trying to maximise every yeah. day. We went through that, and now we're at the point where we're just like. Maybe I'll do a bit of fishing, and then maybe I'll just go and walk around the town or something or talk to one of the NPCs. But we're not trying to maximize everything anymore. Like, we go to bed early sometimes. The weird part is, is we're all sharing the same bed. Yep. So, so you know, you get into bed at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You kind of walk into the bed, and we're just lying there facing each mm-hmm. other. Because we've all got our own houses and beds, but the, the main house in the center of the farm is where we all just kind of walk into and just sleep together. And it, it's 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 very yeah. cute. It's very wholesome. Like, oh, let's, leave it as, let's leave it as wholesome, you know? 
Yeah, awesome. Playing a bit of that. Also, after our conversation last week, I've now kicked into emulation back in a big way oh, really? again. Um, yeah, so I downloaded the 3DS emulator, which I won't mention the name of, but mm-hmm. it's out there. Um, a very good one, and I'm amazed at how flawless emulation is on, on that specific yeah. emulator. Um, so I've been replaying Bravely Default because I've ordered it for the Switch, and I just want to kind of catch up with it. Because I, I remember I churned hard from that game when I got to the third mm. town, which is the weird town where it's all it all gets a bit creepy. In not a good oh. way, like bad Japanese developer oh, creepy no. way. Um, so I'm going to go back through it and see if I still feel the same way, because I want to play the second one on Switch. Mm. Um, but yeah, so emulation back into... Uh, and that's been about it for gaming this week, other than I finished Bowser's Fury and 100%ed it. Yeah, what Which is what do you the think? Amazing. Like, the, the, the biggest downside to that is that it ends. <laughs> you don't want that to end, because it is so good. And what they've been doing with Mario over the last... 20 years I would say is they keep experimenting heavily with each iteration mm. of it to the point now where they've got this formula of like giving you these little bites of gameplay um, so like Mario Odyssey is a really good example where you had to collect a thousand moons mm. and each moon was like one of them could just be sitting in front of you when you log in but another one could be a really complicated series of jumps or whatever but it's these little micro micro minutes of gameplay that give you these constant feelings of progression mm. and that's what Bowser's Fury is it's this one open space and it's it's about the size of like a large Mario Odyssey level um, and it's just you have to collect a hundred of these cat shines which I'm not going to explain what cat shines are because it's just cat dumb shines? but cat shines yeah you turn into a giant super saiyan cat and fight giant mega angry oh. Bowser yeah it all makes okay. sense um, apparently um, but yeah so like, I got to the end of that and, and the biggest letdown was that it ended mm. Which is a shame because I want more of that. Like, and I feel like Nintendo is starting to experiment and and throw that stuff out there and be like, "Is this what people actually want from the Mario universe now?" And yes, yes, it's what we yeah. want. So I was playing that and finished that, uh, and then otherwise that's been about it for gaming this week. Hmm. Cool, man. I say that that's like five games. Yeah, that's a lot of games. But yeah, I mean that's that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I say we'll switch around because you've been part of the Pokemon Direct and we can probably talk a bit more about mm. Pokemon Direct than the PlayStation State of Play. So we had this week the, uh, nin- well, last week was the Nintendo Direct, which was really disappointing. There was some okay stuff, but it was kind of boring. Uh, and then there was the Pokemon Direct where they announced, um, what looked like a Breath of the Wild style open world Pokemon yeah. game called, um, is it Arceus Legends? Yes, Arceus Legends. Yep. Or like Legends Pokemon Legends Arceus, I think. Yeah, as in like the subtitle is Arceus. Yes, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, which which looks like again they've taken the Breath of the Wild engine and reused it, which I'm happy with because that engine is fantastic, mm. and I can do more in that world. But what do you think? Like, we're finally getting that open world Pokemon. So when game. I first saw it, I thought it was going to be like Monster Hunter, but with Pokemon. So I was extremely excited. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my god, like they're going to make a monster. It's like a like. Yeah, like a game where you actually like carving off Pikachu's legs and stuff and making a weapon out yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. I want to cut. Not really on I brand. I just want to cut. Not on brand. <laughs> um, no, but but I think okay. So first of all, the setting it seems it's cool. Like it's so it's set like in the past, which I think is an interesting thing that they've never really shown because obviously Pokemon has always been like set in like pretty modern times, I guess. But it's interesting that they're doing a Pokemon game where they're like sort of like going into like yeah. Like, back when Pokemon used to actually own the land before, like, the humans kind of, like, colonize yeah. everything. Which is, like, really cool. I think it's a cool idea to, to go into that, um, you know, that, uh, sort of, yeah, like, just, just, just the, what Pokemon history looks like, I guess. Um, Did you ever play Conquest on no, the No, I didn't. So it was, um, like, a Fire Emblem-style game, but with Pokemon. Oh. 
Uh, so like, what is it? A strategy RPG, strategic RPG? Yeah. Is that the one? Is that the... So it, yeah, it was one of those where you like moving by squares and blah blah blah. It was great, and I thought that's what they were announcing. I thought they were announcing like a remake or a remaster of that, because mm. that was a game that came out and no one played because it was just like this is way weird and strange. But I loved it. I played it a ton because it was like an easy version of Fire Emblem. Because I find Fire Emblem quite frustrating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was good. Um, and I thought that's what they were announcing, but then it went to this like Zelda Breath of the Wild looking thing, and I was like, hang on, are we getting an open world like Pokemon main series game? And then it was like it came up with the title, and I was like, oh, so close to it being a main series game as well, because mm. that, that's what we want, isn't it? Is we want to be able to walk through the grass and stuff and see the Pokemon, and we want to throw Pokeballs at them, and that's what this is giving us, I think, but just in a, in a different way. Yeah, like cause I thought it was going to be like Let's Go, uh, but I think that series might be dead now. You, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I mean, interesting. I, hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, I don't, I don't see a reason for them to make another Let's Go game. But, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think I am interested. Like the fact that there's like a weird dodge roll. Like the character seems to have a dodge roll. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Someone gonna be throwing Pokemon at the <laughs> exactly, character? Right. Catch him! Catch him! <laughs> I must catch them all. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like kind of like it seems like they've set up this like yeah like open world system and moving around and stuff like that. But then it just goes back to like a turn based combat game, or at least from what I can see, yeah. which was I guess is interesting. I mean, it's keeping In Pokemon with what, what people know, right? I guess, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. But the, I mean, the reason I said that the the Let's Go brand might be dead is because they also announced the Sinnoh remasters. Oh yeah. Um, which is Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Pearl? Diamond oh. and Pearl. And they're doing them in like a chibi art style, so very similar to the originals, just in the a little bit closer to how Pokemon X and Y looked, only with the less humanified characters. Yeah. So the characters like short and fat and chubby again, um, which is kind, of, which is great. Like people want this kind of stuff, um, but it's just it, it was just three very disconnected announcements. Yeah, <laughs> they did. But did you did did you see? Actually, no. I'll move on to this. Sorry, carry on. Let's talk about the the scenery master. Sorry. Oh, uh, I mean, I never played Diamond and Pearl, so I, I'm not not. Oh, it's perfect. Hmm? You, then. This is perfect for you. Then. I mean, yeah, so... it just looked like um. I I, mm. I thought the chibi art style was interesting, at least. Or at least like a different. It it was does look quite pretty different from the other Pokemon games. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, is in like you know like I don't know if it's like, good like, it looks you know pretty serviceable, I guess. Um. Yeah. It's fine to me. I'm I'm not I don't feel anything negative towards it and I, I have to constantly remind myself that when I reacted negatively to Wind Waker and then it became one of my favourite games, mm. this could be the same thing. Like I looked at it and went, Oh, this looks like crap and what the hell is this art style? It's terrible and then I fell in love with it because it was so charming and, and amazing and, and so well put mm. together. I feel like this could be the same, but I've played Diamond and Pearl, so I played Diamond. Um so it's not gonna be a new experience mm. for me. But Diamond and Pearl were the ones that introduced a lot of the more resilient mechanics of Pokemon. Um, so a lot of the stuff that you see in modern Pokemon started in Diamond and mm. Pearl, which is like the transference of uh, HMs and that kind of thing, uh, being able to erase moves and like complex breeding mechanics and all that kind of stuff were introduced in Diamond mm. and Pearl. So this this is like the the one that was favoured by a lot of people because Gold, Silver, Diamond and Pearl are, are generally seen as the best Pokemon. Oh really? Games. Yeah. And you can sort of see what, but then everyone has their preference. Like I, I love Pokemon mm. X. I thought it was great. I lived in France while I was playing it. It was set in yeah. France. 
and uh, they have like a, a, of all the countries in the world, they pick France to have a unique uh, skin for Vivillion, which is the Pokeball wings. Huh. So everyone around the world got a unique skin, but it was like just pink or blue or red or whatever. The one in France had Pokeball, like a, a wing pattern that was just a Pokeball. So people were selling. Oh wow! Because <laughs> you couldn't get them outside of France, and you couldn't fake it. Because this is when they'd stopped people using VPNs to fake their login yeah. locations. So yeah, it was it was good. Um but yeah, so that was the Pokemon Direct and there there was one weird thing that happened yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? No, Saturday. Wait, what day it's are we Monday. on now? Monday? Where was I yesterday? Where it was yesterday. It was either Saturday or Sunday, but the weirdest thing Do you know who Post Malone yes, is? Yes, I know who Post Malone is. Okay, so he's quite an offensive rapper, isn't uh, he? Yeah. Yeah. He swears a lot. So he popped up in the Pokemon world as a CGI character, and he did a live uh, five-minute concert Wait. singing a song called Only Wanna Be With You. Wait, what? Really? Yep. Uh, yep. Seriously. Like, load it up. Go on YouTube now. In fact, I'll send you a link to it, and you can watch it while we're talking. You can have a little watch. It's very loud, though, so... Oh, God, I'm watching it again. I just don't want to see it. Like, But it's one of those things that I understand why it exists. I just don't know why it needed to exist. Hmm. <laughs> Because it's clearly like some markets at the uh, Pokemon... Uh, what's it called? The Pokemon... Company. Company, thank you. Um, I've sat down and gone, well, kids like Post Malone. Let's put some Post Malone in Pokemon. Is he offensive? It doesn't matter. Put him in there. And and then there is this horrific creation. I've just posted it in the Discord. Yeah, I'm having a look, look now, yeah. It's horrific. Like, it's so far off, off brand. Oh, I don't know what they're trying to do with this. Like, it's it's just mental. It does. But that was the other thing that came out of the direct. Jesus. Yeah, I think I missed this. <laughs> you didn't miss anything, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Give it a watch and we can talk about it next week if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll, um, I'll just have it on in the background. Oh, that's, a, that's a Charizard. That's a... <laughs> also, oh, what is this model, man? Okay. Any... Awful, anyway, but this actually reminds me of another thing that they briefly showed off at the direct, which is the new Pokemon Snap. Oh yes, what do you think? I mean, okay, so I have, I, I think we've talked about it on a previous episode, but I'm like a massive nostalgia for like Pokemon Snap. I really enjoyed it. Um, Amy, yeah, but I guess, you know, admittedly I'm not like a huge Pokemon fan now, but um, I think it looks really nice, like visually, and if they have like loads of like unique animations and stuff like that, I think it'll be really popular with like Pokemon fans and like people people sharing like screenshots and stuff like that on Twitter and stuff like that. I I guarantee you for at least a little bit of time when it comes out, uh it will be pop- very popular on Twitch for a while. I feel like that's going to be a very watchable yes. game. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. It didn't look like it had much to yeah, it though. Yeah, mechanically wise. But then again, the original Pokemon yeah. Snap didn't really either. But no, but that was that was when we didn't have things like electricity or the internet. We only had Pokemon Snap to get us through. The <laughs> yeah, that's nights. true. Yeah, I had to I had to turn on Pokemon Snap to make sure that I, uh, you know, didn't freeze to death that night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But now games need to be a little bit more complicated and a bit more in depth. Maybe they don't. I mean, Animal Crossing smashed it, but then you could argue that's also a complicated mm. game. But no, like I, I got to the end of the trailer and I was still like, "Is that it? Like, surely there's more to it than that." Nice renders of Pokemon, you know? Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be lovely. I'm sure people are going to enjoy it. I'm, I'm probably not going to buy it, but I will watch people playing it on I'm, Twitch. Yeah, I'm on surprised mute. that they didn't decide... I mean, 
I'm sh- d- did they see if did they say if it had a Nintendo Labo because you know Labo you can do the VR thing if it had a Labo integration yeah, they didn't mention it they didn't mention mm. any part of it I, I would I would assume not because I think Labo is going to be taken out behind the barn and shot because it's not really making them any money yeah <laughs> I guess so no one's buying it it's too expensive yeah, I mean it's cardboard um it's just it's just not a good idea I, I like the, po- the Pokemon I like the Nintendo try these things but that to me was just a it was also really cringy to watch like 45 year old men get super excited about that and then play with it on Twitch. <laughs> and I was just watching them just going, oh, this is not for your age group. <laughs> like, Dressed as cardboard robots marching around their rooms. And it's just like, mm, maybe not for your. your... Hey, man, not, not why not? You. you know? If you want to enjoy it, enjoy it. I'm not going to knock it. But that was cringy to I watch mean, that. Fair enough. I think I think yeah. I think I think Labo was at least interesting. I thought the coding side, as in that there's a weird like pro like you can make your own games and stuff. Like, there's a weird programmable side of it. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I think a younger version of me, if I had access to Labo, would have loved that. But yeah, like, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too cynical. No, I think that's fair. Mm. You know, to each their own. You know. Um, so that was, I mean, that was the Pokemon mm. Direct, uh, and then I guess we could move on to the. PlayStation right. State of Play, so I can give you a brief recap. So yeah, like. so I completely missed this. The only thing I saw was that they revealed Solar Ash gameplay, and I'm very interested in that game. But um, I just saw that I didn't. I didn't actually I see what's it. Um, the actual uh, State of Play. I just saw the trailer for Solar Ash afterwards. But you know, well, to be honest, they didn't announce that much. So they showed some gameplay of Returnal. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. Is that the crazy like sci-fi game with the woman? Is that Returnal? Or is that a different game? Am I thinking of a different game? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. She's sort of like an astronaut, but she's going through like... It looks like she's going through dimensions and stuff. It all looks a bit crazy. It almost looks a bit like a sequel to Death yes. Stranding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember that. Because yeah. I think I, yeah, yeah. I know the person who's yeah, doing so the, the, the audio on that game. But yeah. It's interesting. Like, it's a cool experiment. I think it'd be mm. interesting. But again, I think it lacks a bit of charm and a bit of heart. So mm, we'll see if people mm. connect to that. Uh, they also showed Sifu. Which is like a Dark Souls Kung Fu game. Okay. Uh, which is interesting. It's got a really cool art style. Like, it's sort of cell shaded like. Um, it's very cool, very interesting. It's it's very, like, it, it looks like everything's hand drawn in it, um, but hand drawn to a cell shaded way. But it's very hmm. cool looking. It's called Sifu, S I F U. Um, and it, I don't know, it, it gave me lo- sort of like a sleeping dog's feel watching it. Hmm. Um, but it's not. It's not. I don't think it was open world. Um, but it it looked very similar to Open Dog. Uh, Sleeping Dogs. I am. I am optimistic. That sounds cool. At least I I would like to check that out. Yeah, it's worth checking out. I think you'd quite like that. It seems like your mm, kind of game. Definitely. Uh, so then there was Knockout City, which was probably the most forgettable looking thing I've ever seen. It's like a dodgeball Splatoon like. Didn't they game, show it off in the but... Nintendo Direct? Uh, maybe I think I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive though. Knockout City. There, there was a few shown in Nintendo Direct that were similar to this, like four v four and five v five, like cartoony style game that everyone seems to be coming yeah. out with now. It look it looks like everyone's trying to find their Overwatch and their Valorant, and and not many companies are really yeah. hitting it. Uh, but it, it didn't look very memorable. Mm. Uh, but it's twenty quid on PlayStation at the moment. If that just helps out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And there was Solar Ash. Oh, hey, my oh, there's the yawn. There yeah. it is. There's the yawn. Always has to get in there. Um, then they revealed Five Nights at Freddy's Security mm. Breach, 
Whoa, wait, wait. Um, wasn't a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't mm, know if you were. Not really. But but before we before we go over Solar Ash, I thought I think Solar Ash looks pretty cool. As in like move these movement based sort of indie games, and also Heart Machine. Yep. The people who there is from Heart Machine, who are the people who made um, uh, Hyperlight Drifter, which is Drifter. a fantastic yep. game. Beautiful yeah. game. So, if anything, excited to yeah. I mean, this one did look cool. Like it, it kind of gave me Journey mm. vibes mm. a little bit. Which it shouldn't because it's all super active and super high power, but it gave me that same sort of flow feeling that Jim yeah. gave me. I think I, I yeah. if if Disaster Piece is doing the soundtrack for this game as well, that would be uh, that I'll be, be very excited for that as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's one to keep an eye on. I think yeah, so, Rash. I can imagine it's going to be a cheap indie game. It'll be nice and easy to pick up and just enjoyable to play. So that's what we need more yeah, of more games sure. like that. Um, so yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's didn't really care for much of that. Oh, here you go. Oh, a combo mm. today. Um, and there was Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that game is for. Um, I don't know about you. Are, are, are you still, or did you ever play? No, the but game? I always looked at them and thought because I remember seeing the trailer for Abe's Odyssey loads for some reason when I was a kid, and thinking it game looked really weird. I think on that was insane. It was yeah. everywhere. Thinking it looked really weird. It just looks like a really boring stealth game to me. Like, I mean, I played the original Oddworld, and I never found it that interesting. Mm. It was boring. And I don't know who that's being sold to. Yeah. Sorry. Like, who's excited about Oddworld now? Is there anyone still around? Like, the people that played Oddworld when it was first a new thing are now in their, like, 40s. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to still hit people the same way it did back then. Because it, it was a bit of a phenomenon mm. when I was young. I felt like everyone was playing it, and except for me. Hmm. So that's coming, which is great. Um, then the big one for me, and this, I think you'd probably be into this one as well, uh, was Kena Bridge of Spirits. Ah, uh, yeah. I remember seeing that at the yes. um, P- when they were doing the PS5 reveal. Well, so here's the big news on that one. It's on PS4 and okay. PS5. It's coming out in August, and it's also on the Epic Games Store oh. at the same time. So it's on PC well, as go. well. Which means we don't need to buy a PS5 mm-hmm. to play this one. We'll get to that point Smiley in a moment, face. though. <laughs> because there's something against that okay. coming up. Uh, but then there was Gameplay of, uh, gameplay of yeah. Deathloop which looks amazing. Um, the more I see of that, the more excited I'm getting about that game. I, d- I don't know if you feel the same um, about that one. I really like the concept. I think the execution of it is a bit interesting. But I mean, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. I mean, it looks like fun. It just looks like... It's just... I feel like they could have done something more interesting with the concept. But again, I mean, maybe I haven't done enough of a, like an in-depth thing. But I remember when they showed it off at uh, the PS5 of reveal or like E3, I was a bit like, eh? Just looks like Dishonored. Like... It, it doesn't even look as good as Dishonored, but I mean, we'll see. The, the, the big difference now is that they've released a theme tune okay. for it as well, and it is beautiful. Like it's it's a it's a well well built James Bond mm. type theme, and it's beautiful. Like it's it's so nice to listen. To. I've actually had it on Spotify, Spotify or one of my music channels uh, while I've been out walking because it's just such a nice piece of yeah. music to listen to. Definitely right. check that out. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice piece of music. But then the big one, because they did this and one more thing, uh, like uh, Shadow yes. Drop at the end, and they announced the Final Fantasy VII Remake um, DLC, which is... Did did you play the original Final Fantasy VII? I can't remember if you nope, did or not. I didn't I play the original did. Final Fantasy VII, and I intended to play the remake, and then never got around to it. <laughs> so, Well, <laughs> well, you might want to hold okay. off on this one. So there's two things. One, uh, the free game in PS Plus in March is Final Fantasy VII Remake oh. on PS4. Okay. 
so there you go. You can play it on PS4. Or, if you want to play the DLC, the DLC is only available on PS5. Because they also announced the PS5 remake of the remake. Right. Which is like, it's got enhanced graphics and all that kind of noise. Like They've, they've up-resed it and stuff. Which is fine, but you've now just alienated, like I would say, 80% of your audience for that game. Because no one has a PS5. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes out in June. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know how to feel about that, but you get to play as Yuffie, uh, who is a much-loved character from the original. She's like a secret character that you unlock as you get out of yeah. Midgar. You go out into the world, this girl turns up and starts nicking all your materia, and you chase her, and then you find out her backstory, and then you unlock her, and she becomes part mm. of your party. Um, so you get into play as like a teenage version of her, although I'm pretty sure in Final Fantasy VII, in the original, she was also a teenager, but the problem with a lot of Japanese games is you don't always know the actual yeah. age of the characters, because they all look yeah. 13. Um, so that was interesting, and then you think it would have stopped there, at the point where they announced the the remake DLC, and then they didn't announce the remake sequel, which is mm. what everyone's waiting for. And that's where you would think that it all stops. No. Oh. So, <laughs> the Final Fantasy VII brand is pretty much, as I predicted, getting exploded into like a full-on thing. Like, it's becoming right, a massive okay. thing. They then announced a um, a remake on mobile of the original game, but a remake in the style of the original oh. game. So, isometric, same setup with nice modernized graphics, but only playable on mobile. And we were like, okay, that's what we wanted initially. The remake is going to be episodic, and it's going to be all of the Final Fantasy VII storyline, including the cinematic universe, so uh, Advent Children, and um, there was another movie as well, maybe, that I can't remember, but whichever, the, the movies, and Dirge of Cerberus, and another one as well. So all of the games, all of the movies, everything, all combined into one game storyline. Right. But it's going to be episodic or chapter based, as they called it, which I hate. Like I really hate that idea. Chapter. Yeah, and then they they did they did this with Final Fantasy 15 on Switch. So they released it on mobile and it was episodic, and people like, well, this is fine, but I don't want to pay episodically for a game. And then they released it all as one thing on Switch, and people were really happy with it. Why are they not just doing it on Switch straight away? They've already learned that lesson. Why are they trying to do it again? Yeah. So that's cool anyway. If you want to go through the whole Final Fantasy VII backstory and learn about the whole thing from where it came from, that would be a good way to do it, I think. Even though it's probably going to cost you about $600 to do it, but, you know, it's whatever. So, yeah, and then you think it would end there, wouldn't you? But it just keeps going. This is the gift (laughs) that keeps on giving. What's next? Yeah, there's another mobile game. Um, So another Final Fantasy VII mobile game, and this one, can you guess what gameplay style they've gone for? You get you get three guesses, and I'll give you a clue. It's what every other company has tried to get right, and only a few have got Match right so three. far. Three. Nope. Uh... Like, one guess. Like you've got two more guesses. Strategy, like Clash of Clans style kind of thing. Nope. Nope. You think in mobile, but maybe step away from traditional mobile oh. games. Come towards more modern mobile games. Gosh, I have no idea. Um, like what? Like it's a, it's a Final Fantasy series. It's it's Final yeah. Fantasy Seven in that universe, but it's set I think fifty years before the storyline of oh, the first cool. game. Um, when they announced it, I was like, "You are taking the piss what, now!" Like, <laughs> like this is not what, even like an real. Yes, like a fighting game or something. What? It's it's not. It's oh. a battle royale. Oh yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> Shit, sorry, I completely forgot. Just, you know, when you when you finish playing Final Fantasy VII, the first thing you think is, 
This would make a really what good battle royale game. <laughs> said no it's one a battle ever. royale. They're making a Final Fantasy battle royale. I've been, yeah, I've been listening to other podcasts this week, and I've been reading a lot of reviews, and the, the, the air of confusion around whatever this is, people are just like, who is this for? Like, this doesn't make any sense at all. This is nonsense. Jeez. Like, no one is looking forward mm. to this game in any way. Shape. No one wants to play a battle royale on their phone in the in the style Did of. Did they Final show VII. gameplay? Yep, it looks God. terrible. I mean, I guess they're trying to go for the Asian market because I know battle royales are still massively exactly, yeah. popular yeah, yeah. in uh, Asian markets. That's exactly but, what yeah. they're doing. They've got the right franchise for it because Final Fantasy VII is is humongous in Japan and and like in other Asian countries, um, and this is probably their best vehicle to do it. I think. My, I'm getting loads of weird. But you think so it ends there? Weird Xbox <laughs> notifications, and it's probably bleeding into the podcast sound. So apologies if anyone just got a win, whoever, whoever just got a uh, Windows 10 notification sound. Um, yeah. Oh, it's always good fun when you get those when you're listening to someone else's podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so so you think that the announcement was ended there? Wouldn't Are you? you serious? No, no, that's okay, the end. I was going to say. <laughs> It genuinely got to the point where people were like, I don't care if they announce anything more now. Like this mm. is just nonsense. Um, so that was the state of play, and it was again a similar feeling as as what was seen in um, the Nintendo Direct. People were quite disappointed. They were like, it doesn't really feel like they're announcing yeah. anything. It's a bit. But of the games announced, uh, I think you said you were super hyped Solar for Ash. Uh, Solar Ash, and I'm super hyped for Kino Bridge of Spirits because that game was gorgeous. I want to check out Sifu as it, well. You've you've got me interested. Yeah. and Sifu, I think you should check out after the podcast, and I'll be interested to hear your mm. thoughts on it next week. Um, but yes, that was the state of play, and quite an exciting week for yeah. Sony. Um, well, it was an exciting week for gaming, because we've got all the Pokemon stuff as well, and Pokemon yeah. news is always great. Um, but then, after that, we had the news from EA. that they, they So EA stepped forward and announced officially that they were um, canning the multiplayer addition to Dragon Age. Right. So what they've said is that they've realized that these multiplayer assets are not really impactful mm. in these games, um, and they don't want to focus on them anymore, so they've completely killed them. Things like uh, The Last of Us have a multiplayer setup, which I don't think we're going to see much of anymore. Mm. Um, Uncharted also has the same thing, and that th there is a following for them, but I would imagine that these multiplayer setups are expensive to run, um, and I don't think these developers want to focus on these anymore. Yeah. So EA basically said, like, no more of this. We're not doing okay. this anymore. Okay, well, I think that's good. That's, a, that's that's kind of what we wanted back then, because back in the day, because, yeah. like, yeah. you know, it just felt like these were, like, tacked-on experiences. Admittedly, the, yeah, they admittedly some of them were really good. Like, you know, like, I think The Last of Us one and the uh, the um, Uncharted ones were actually pretty fun. Like, the, like yeah. The Uncharted yeah. really fun. Like, I really, really yeah. fun. I enjoyed that. So, but I've, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't even know Dragon Age had multiplayer, uh, or if it was planned. It was only an Inquisition. Right, okay. So yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, it, it, but it's like... But it, apparently it was not dissimilar to the Assassin's Creed multiplayer. Oh. Weird. Which, again, was really forgettable. Uh, I mean, Assassin's Creed, the Assassin's Creed multiplayer had some interesting concepts with the whole, like, you know, like, you have a target and pretending you're an NPC. NPC. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah weird to hear that was in Dragon Age. Um, but, fair enough. Uh what the reason I brought this up as a point though is I wanted to hear your opinion on on this specific part of it is that EA are a company that continually make apologies for bad mm. behaviour. Like we're sorry we've done this, we can do better, we're going to do better. Do you not find that that doesn't really mean anything coming from EA anymore because they keep apologising but they don't yeah, change? Yeah, it, it, it never meant anything though, right? Is that like it was always? It's yeah. always just like a big. It's just a, 
a way of a corporation, you know, just trying to curry favor. You know, it's like uh, yeah. virtue signaling, right? It's just being like, oh, we're sorry, exactly. but we're not exactly. really sorry. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. But I just, I, I wonder because obviously you come from a slightly younger age group than myself. I wonder if it's landing on on your age group. Oh, I mean, not. we're just as skeptical, right? Is that you know, like if anything, yeah. I mean, I'm one of the more, I'm biased because I'm a game developer, right? But you know, like from a consumer yeah. point of view, I think most people don't really care you know in this age of weird like social media like you know where brands are interacting with people on social media and stuff like that you know no one really trusts anything you know uh maybe that's a very cynical view of it but i feel like most people yeah generally um aren't don't buy into it that much not for yeah yeah okay that's good to hear then because i just i didn't really know how to feel about this i mean the other thing is that like you know i can be sympathetic towards the developers but this is just a marketing yeah, you know, some of some of the time it's just like marketing stuff, you know. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and I mean, it's not a great, it's not, it's not the, the perfect example or like perfect analogy, but you know, like what happened with Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red and how they were apolog- like saying like we will never uh, release the game unfinished, or, like we will never delay the game and all this other stuff, and then they we, we yeah won't we won't do crunch, crunch. and then they, they did crunch three. and then the game didn't <laughs> release on time, you know, released you know, um, unfinished and all this other stuff, you know. Yeah, but then they did all three. Yeah. They they did crunch. They did release it unfinished and yeah, all of it was basically. Lies. So, you know, it just shows that marketing, you know, like, you know, if you're actually gonna you know, keep your word, right? You know? <laughs> like yeah. um, if you're gonna say something. Well marketing only works if you know if you know your product yes, inside out. Exactly. And obviously some of these marketers they they know marketing, they just mm. don't know the product. But which arguably is a big part yeah. of marketing. <laughs> I mean, there was the other thing that happened with EA recently, right? Which was um, something got... Uh, what was it? I've completely forgotten now. There's been so much drama yeah. with EA. Like if I Google it was like EA, EA controversy... Not a controversy, it was just some news related to it. Like, I think a game got sunset. Oh, Anthem! Anthem, um... Anthem yeah, Anthem got completely sunset. No, Anthem Next yes, got sunset. So, I mean, that, that suggests that Anthem yes, itself basically. is dead, but uh, they're, they're going to maintain it until the, the SLA mm. runs out, and then they'll, yeah. they'll kill it. But yeah, you're right, that they did just announce that Anthem, Anthem Next yes. was cancelled. I mean, I never played... Did you play Anthem? I never, I never played it. Yeah. I did, I got a free copy of it, because I was not going to pay for oh, that wow. pile of trash, and it was an absolute oh, pile of trash. Oh, no. Like, it, 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 the, the mechanics were fun. The, it felt like I was playing a tech demo yeah. the entire time. The storyline was terrible. Um, the progression was terrible. Everything was terrible because it was so mm. badly set up. Uh, but I enjoyed it for what I got out of it, which was not yeah. paying for it. As a free-to-play, I would have enjoyed it and probably bought maybe a few cosmetics here and there. But as a paid title, mm. no, it doesn't yeah. work. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. So I was excited to see they were they were rem- remaking it, and then when they announced that that was being canned as well, honestly, didn't care. I was just yeah. like, eh, whatever. But. I- Another bad yeah, I'm just me. waiting for the Mass Effect Mass Effect remaster, and they said that they're making a new Mass Effect game. And please, for the love of God, don't mess it up. Oh my God, please don't mess it up. It's, it's, it's not like they can mess up Mass Effect. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the, 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 from Mass Effect one through three, it was great, and that's where we stop. You know, we, you know there's no other Mass Effect. Yeah, games yeah, there are. So, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my God, video yeah. games! Oh, what God. are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing to us? So we could jump onto yeah, WandaVision. Let's talk about WandaVision. Uh, yes, up? yeah. Oh, I'm up to date. Yeah. What do you think? Big spoiler yes. warnings. We're 
now up to episode mm-hmm. eight. Uh, so we're going to be talking about every part of the episode, uh, including major spoilers and major plot spoilers, and our theories on what we think is going on in WandaVision. So tell me, Ollie, what are All your right. thoughts? I thought it was a good episode to basically set up the um, the idea of, you know, it's basically just explaining Wanda's backstory, right? Uh, for for and I'm I've not read the comics, so I'm uninitiated and I don't know that much about um, Wanda and the Scarlet Witch and stuff like that. But it seems to be setting up. It, it's not. It's not far off. Okay, it's is it retcon? But it's okay. not far off. So, yeah. as far as I'm aware, what seems to be being suggested is that Wanda was already... Okay, first of all, that there are witches in um, the Marvel Universe, and there is magic. Yeah, yes, actual, actual magic. magic. Yep. Um, yep. And that That's Agatha was some kind of witch who manifested dark magic or something like that, and then basically killed her coven. Uh, uh, well, not really her fault, it was, I guess you could argue it was self-defense, but, um, you know. So, there's multiple types of magic. I'm actually just learning a bit more about this now as I watch right. Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, there's multiple types of magic. And I'm trying to remember what Agatha, Agatha's magic type is, because she's got the blue magic, doesn't she? And, and uh, no, no, she's got the purple blue? magic. No, purple. And then the Agatha's other witches purple. had the blue magic. Yes. Um, so I think she's chaos or dark. I think she's dark. But I th- dark I th- magic because I, th- I think no, I don't think it's called dark magic. I think it's 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 like darkness or something. But it's 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 that right. Okay. Because I know Wanda is supposed to be chaos, which is why she's known as the Scarlet Witch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's chaos. That's what I mean. She gets named the Scarlet Witch yeah, at the yeah. end of it. Um. God, what is the name of the magic called? Dark. Dimension magic, maybe. I think wow. it is. Is it Dark Dimension magic? Man, sometimes I forget. No, Dark Dimension magic is from Doctor Strange. So Do- Doctor Strange has Dark Dimension mm. magic. Um, oh, I'm gonna have to Google it. Let me Google okay. it. Hang on. But anyway, um, the episode was pretty good. I think. I, you know, it was entertaining. I was thoroughly entertained the whole time, and you know, keeping up with what Wanda's backstory is. I thought it was really cute how. It, each scene you saw like Wanda watching different sitcoms. Obviously it's like explaining how she got into sitcoms and stuff like that as she grew up. Right? Yeah. Which I thought was really cute and really cool. Also the scene where Vision uh appeared, you know, they met for the first time or you know, they were talking for the first time. That was a really great scene. Like really, really well acted and really good dialogue. Yeah. Um Yep. It's fantastic. And also Agatha just being, you know, like this kind of Yeah, just fantastic. watching and just generally being herself. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a bit of a pain in the ass, but mm. brilliant. Like, I loved her. Um, yeah, it's chaos magic, by the way. Chaos magic. Chaos. Okay, yeah. Yeah. There is dark magic, but it's, um, it's hinted that dark magic is the one that Agatha's using, but people are not sure if it's dark or right, chaos okay, magic. Okay. But yeah, so yeah. it seems, so, so, um, so as far as I'm aware, it seems to be suggesting that Wanda was a witch, uh, without knowing that she was a witch, and that then her exposure to yep. the, I don't know which Infinity Stone it is. Um, the, the mind stone, stone, which is also the stone that was inside Vision, right? Um, yes. yes. So her her exposure to that stone somehow amplified her powers, uh, yep. and then yeah, she just became like Omega powerful because of that. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they're getting at: is that um, Wanda is a witch, uh, powers got amplified, and now she's got all this crazy control. And Agatha being like an ancient witch herself and like one that's trained many other witches is fascinated to see how Wanda is doing all this stuff because suddenly there's another 
like mega powerful being in her midst and she wants to know how yeah to i thought that was really cool how agatha was basically you know like almost being like the viewer being like how are you doing all this like i don't understand and being and, and basically being yeah. like you know like kind of like you're just running magic on autopilot like how are you doing that yeah like, like how, how have you automated yeah. this <laughs> exactly work. right which i thought was really cool also it then suggests like i guess it hasn't I mean, maybe they'll explain it or something because i know the next episode is going to be an hour long or something right um which yep. is great uh but also just like I think it's the final episode. Yes, it's, it's the final the episode, episode yeah. which makes me so sad because, like, I, I have genuinely been getting up on Friday mornings in my pajamas with a bowl of cereal, sitting in front of wow. the TV, like like mm. a kid, like genuinely. Because I mean, the, not exactly like a kid, because I've got a very comfy sofa and quite a nice place <laughs> that I live in, and you know, I, I pay yes. mortgages. Um, but I'm still getting up on Friday morning because I'm, I'm not working at the moment. I'm, I'm on a four week career mm. break right now. Um, and just coming downstairs with a little bowl of cereal, sitting on the sofa, and then just enjoying that Saturday morning mm. TV feel, which is nice. Like I'm quite enjoying that, and it's, that's going to last one more week, and then it's going to be back to the depression of Yay. normal life. But um, if anyone, if anyone's listening to this under the age of five thousand, don't grow up. <laughs> you don't need to. Just stay young. Stay young. Our one, our one viewer who's over the age of five thousand, who's uh, <laughs> listening in right now, is. Uh... Well, that's the person running out merch. Oh, too. yes, yes, of course, yeah. Oh, on that, not, not merch, we haven't got merch. Yeah, I was about um, to say, I was like, what? The Twitter account. <laughs> you can buy a t shirt. Um, the Twitter account. Oh, online. hooray! Yes, it's working, so I've been posting on it this week, and uh, I've got someone working on a jingle for us. And then once we get those pieces in place and everything's locked together, I'm going to start kind of pushing it out to a wider audience to get more Excellent. people to listen. Because what I don't really want is too many people to come in while we're still janking about mm. with the setup. Because last week I tried something where I put a backing track over the over the mm. podcast of like uh, tavern ambience, which at first sounded kind of cool, but it very quickly got irritating. So I'm not okay, do that fair again. enough. <laughs> but it's, it's nice that we can experiment while we still have the space to do so. Because once we get mega famous, of course, yeah, when we get so. millions of viewers, yeah. of course, right? Yeah. And our yeah, email inbox will be flooded with questions, being like, yeah. how did how how are you how are you guys styling your hair? You know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, our lives will just change forever. But until that happens, we've got to, got to make sure precisely, things are right. Um, but, you know, there's going to be little things that I'm going to do. I, things that I'm suggesting and thinking of doing, like mm. um, maybe paying for a little bit of marketing and stuff just to get, like, ads pushed out well, or whatever. So every now and again, people will see a little thing saying, check well, out the Sunfire Tavern. Sunfire Tavern come to a Facebook page near you very soon. Yeah. Exactly. And we'll get all those post-millennials in here um, who don't use Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Coming to a TikTok um, yes, near you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, WandaVision this week was uh, phenomenal. Like I was so excited with it. Um, I'm liking that it's it's all tying together. They're not leaving any threads undone. Uh, kind of sad to see that the um, the coffee lady. I forgot her name now. Uh... Um, you know the woman who was watching the show and getting into oh, it. Oh, Darcy. Yeah. Darcy, I was kind of sad that Darcy oh, yeah, was this week. Like, it was literally just Wanda Vision and a few mm-hmm. other people. But we got to see that little moment where uh, Wanda drives through Westview before it changes, and we got to see all the characters yeah. like, in their original that was cool. That was that was That gave me a little bit of, like, a... Like, I had to catch my breath a bit there, because it made me feel a bit like, <gasps> this is a real place. Like, these are real people trapped, and it just... It, it was touching. Like, yeah. it was good. I mean, oh, also, um, that was cool that it showed that, like... Um... Hey, was his name Hayward, the the bad guy? He basically, yeah, well, yeah, the antagonist. Oh, yeah. basically, well, one of them. Uh, basically influenced Wanda into, uh, you know, stealing Vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, it was nice to see that part of the story as mm. well. 
Like they've explained that to you. That was cool. I, I just thought the whole thing was so well done, and it looks like next week it's gonna. Yeah, I, I know anticipation is super high for it, but I think it's going to deliver. I think it's yeah. going to be great. I'm looking forward to talking about it next week mm, as well. I'm very excited for uh, the finale. Yeah. It's going to be a big chunk. Um, but otherwise, uh, I mean, that's everything we've got to talk about this week, but we do have a brief trivia thing. I think Ollie's got something he wants to ask me, um, but I've actually got something I'll start out with, which is um, I want you, without Googling, oh my Ollie, my, my lovely co-host, I want you to tell me the top ten most expensive video games to develop of all time. And this is the total cost, including development and marketing. Wow. So I want you to give me as many games in the top ten as you can that were the most expensive video games okay. to develop. Okay, well, for sure. How many, think, how many do you think you can name? I don't know. I mean, let's, let's, uh, I'm just going to go through games which I know are, like, hell of expensive, right? So... Well, I'm, before you start, I will say I was surprised okay. with some of the all entries. Right. Um, but so, what do you think is the first? Like, what do you think is the most expensive video game to develop? Uh, of I think all it's, time? it's like Red Dead Redemption Two, or it is that, yeah, yeah. Too, yes. Red Dead Redemption Two is really yep. expensive. I know that. Uh, also up there with ro- another Rockstar game, GTA Five. Yeah, GTA Five was the most expensive one a few yeah, years ago. Because I know Rockstar um, has so many subsidiary studios. Like, my God. Yep. Um, so you got Red Dead mm-hmm. Two, uh, GTA Five. Uh, I think Star Citizen is up there, right? Star Citizen is number three. There you three. go. Boom. To give you an idea of how much it costs as well, $330 million. God damn, man. With Red Dead costing $370 million and Grand Theft Auto costing $265 million. Oh, okay, so so there's a so there's number two there that suggests that in between one... There's a, there is a number Ooh. two, yes, and it's it's no previously named companies. Is it Fortnite? No. Fortnite's development costs are quite low. Crazy. They're not even on the list, in fact. In fact, they're not on the list at all, and it it goes down to, like, 40. Um, Mm. Gosh. Uh, I can give you a clue. It came out very recently. Oh, Cyberpunk. It was very expensive. Yes. Of course, yeah. I was was, was on the tip of my tongue. I was like... uh, I, I, I thought of it, and then forgot. Does that mean that The Witcher 3 is also up there? I don't think so. Is it on the list? It's not in the top yeah. ten. This is before like CD Projekt Red. No, nope, it's on the list. It's not on the list. Not even on the list. Not on the list yeah. Um, that's four you've got yeah. so far. Six more if you can name them. Uh, I'm thinking of like big games, like like gonna be big multiplayer games. So it's something like Destiny Two or like World of Warcraft. <laughs> Destiny. That's number eight. Destiny, Destiny one. one. Number eight. Excellent. Yeah. What is World of Warcraft on there? Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. World of Warcraft's on here, but it's like number forty uh, or thirty-eight, um, with no source of actual mm. cost. But it estimated at forty million dollars. Right, okay, and way more than that Who now. Are, like massive company, like massive video game companies. You know, there's probably people like if people are listening to this, they're probably screaming. That's probably a really obvious one. They're just screaming right now. Well, okay, so the next one is an MMO. Yeah, it's. <sighs> And it was released in 2011. I can't give you the name of either of the developers because it will instantly tell you which game it is. Which MMO? It's, it's not like Black. It's not like Final Fantasy, is it? Final Fantasy 14. Uh, no, I think that's on the list, though. Is it on the list? Or like Black Desert Online? No. Or... No. No. Very well-known MMO. Uh, Western developers. Western developers. Yeah, very popular. Um, very popular IP. Eve? <laughs> 
Eve isn't the it's the same sort of universe style, but not Eve. Gosh. It was only on PC. Uh, EA was one of the developers. EA. Yep. Oh, was it Bio Star there. Wars? Like the. It was. Star um, Wars, what yes. was it called? It was Knights of the Republic. The Old Republic. Yeah, yep. that was it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I completely forgot about that game. Yeah. Okay, you've got three more. One, I can't believe you haven't named because it's, uh, it's obviously one of the most expensive games ever made. Oh. It's not going to be another Grand Theft Auto, is it? No, there is. Uh, is, is it called? Cool? Is it? Is it one, hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, there's no Grand Theft. Grand Theft Auto Four is like thirteen okay. on the list. Is it a Call of Duty? It is yeah. Call of Duty. Which uh. one though? <laughs> Modern Warfare, as in like the new one, the remaster. It's actually the original Modern Warfare. Really? Well, it's the second Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Two, the 2009. Oh, one. because yeah. of the marketing budget. Mm -hmm. Of course. The marketing cost was two hundred thousand, two hundred million dollars. Oh sorry, God. marketing budget. The development cost was fifty million dollars. Budget was four times the development cost. Yeah, crazy. Ah! Um, so that's that's seven. You've got three more. Gosh. Um. I don't think any Nintendo titles mm. are going to be on there, right? There are no Nintendo yeah. titles on here. Nintendo titles apparently are quite. Uh... Oh, the, by the way, The Witcher is on here. It's number twenty-two. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. Um, I just flushed it. So it's uh, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so one of them is a very new game. Came out last year, uh, and it was a total cost of one hundred and seventy estimated million dollars. Wow. What genre? Uh, can't tell you because it'll oh. give it away. Um, God, what's a really expensive? It's not like PUBG or something, right? No, uh, PUBG didn't come out last year. PUBG's been out for like five guess, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be like one of the mobile games or something like that. But no, it's a it's a PC, PS4, Stadia, Xbox One, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Oh no. Um. It was a big flop. Oh. Huge flop. Was it Phoenix? Nope. No. That wasn't a flop. That was quite well oh, received. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Didn't do anything. It wasn't a flop. It just wasn't a success. What was a massive flop that happened recently? Massive flop last year. Jeez. Highly monetized, badly monetized, no content. I mean, you've described a fair few games. <laughs> Fair few games. <laughs> Possibly one of the most recognisable uh, franchises on the planet now. Oh, you gotta put me out of misery. Just not, not... You gotta put me out of misery. What is it? I'll give you the developer, yeah, and then I'll give you the publisher, and then you can tell me what it is. But the developer was Crystal Dynamics. Oh, God. Uh, what's the publisher? Square Enix. Oh. Wait. What? Yeah. What, Final Fantasy? Was it a Final Fantasy? No, no, no. Not Crystal Dynamics. No, no, no. It was Avengers. Oh, God. I completely forgot that game even yeah. existed. <laughs> exactly. I didn't even know. I didn't even realize. Oh, wait. That game was right. expensive? No. What was the budget? Yeah, it was $170 million. Holy shiznut. Yeah, I mean, it had the Avengers uh, franchise on it. Oh, so my. They were obviously just pouring money into that, and it didn't recover any of the costs. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh. So that was just a million tip. 
So then the last two that you've got to guess are both sequels. So they're both sequels to mm -hmm. games. Um, one is very old. It came out in 2004. And the other one is also quite old, 2011. Okay. And they both cost $120 million. Gosh. But they're both by different developers. 2004, did you say? 2004. And it's part of a very well-known series, a very well-loved series. It hasn't had much much success recently, but of its time, it was a king amongst, amongst game franchises. Okay, well, it can't be something like... A system seller as well. Oh, system seller? Yeah, absolutely a system seller. What, like Halo? Halo, yeah, yeah it was Halo 2. Halo 2? Halo 2. Cost $120 million. Wow, I did not know it costed that much money. Wow. Yeah. Was that marketing? Um, uh, 80 million on marketing, 40 yeah, million on development. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the last one again is a sequel. Um, 2011. Very, yeah, 2011. Very popular series. I've never really played them myself, but I can definitely see why they're popular. Quite scary games. Quite gruesome. Um, that's about all I can give Resident you as clues. Evil? No. We're not far away. I wouldn't say it's a million miles away from Resident Evil. Silent Hill? No. Gosh. What other horror franchises are there? I don't know many horror games. In fact, of the three main horror franchises, you've named two of oh. them. Oh. And this would be the third one I would say is like up there as one of the most memorable horror franchise titles. God, what? And it's it's part of a trilogy. And it's the second one in the trilogy. Your health bar is always visible. Dead Space. I can keep a... It is Dead Space. There you go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dead too. Space was it was expensive, wasn't it? Well, it was a hundred twenty million total with sixty sixty split. So sixty on marketing and sixty on. Wow. those are some expensive yeah, video games, man. Yeah. So you actually managed to name them all with only a little bit of help on Avengers because you couldn't yeah. remember that game existed. Yeah. Okay. I literally so didn't. final question on this one. Final question on this one. Can you tell me the last game on the list? So this is, as we drop off the end of this list, uh, it's a game on the Atari from 1982. E it is easy. Yep. <laughs> it cost $22 million. Yep. In 1982, that's like, you could buy a country. There, there's much. a great documentary on that game. Yeah, <sighs> I, I know. I've very it's much seen so it. It's so good, man. But also, what the well, hell? How did, how did that happen? <laughs> what I'm surprised to see, though, is of all the games on here from the Final Fantasy franchise, the only one that cost a ton of money to make was Final Fantasy IX. Wow, really? Which had a, a budget of $40,000. Clark, that's not very much money. $40. But I think uh, the reason I remember this game so well is because they had a, a marketing campaign alongside Coca-Cola. Mm. So they, they redid the intro cinematic to the game. Where the characters were jumping over the rooftops, but chasing a Coke-like um, bottle oh. top that was bouncing across all the roofs. And I remember it had the Coca-Cola theme, like molded into the game theme. So that must have cost an absolute fortune oh to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the most expensive games of all time. And um, that's a fun one. That's, that, that's, a, that's a great. Yeah. That's a great trivia question. Thank you for that. So have you got one for uh, me? I think we're running low on time, but I, I will save on, it. We can do one more. I'll save it for next week. I'll save it for next week. Oh, you can't you can't dangle no, the sorry, trivia carrot. I'm then. dangling the trivia oh, carrot. I'm sorry, Clark, but yeah, I'll, I'll give. I'm oh, terrible. Give... Well, you can you can edit the podcast. All right, right. <laughs> yeah, all right fine, fine, fine. You're gonna have yeah. to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll call it there, everybody. But thank you for listening. Yeah. Um. I guess on the outro, we'll uh. 
talk about, you know, you can follow us now. They unbanned the unsuspended Twitter account at Sunfire Tavern on Twitter. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and what's the other platform? SoundCloud. Uh, yes, SoundCloud. At, at, yes at, at Sunfire Tavern. <laughs> um, and soon you'll be able to hear us come in and out with a little bit of music yeah. as well. Yeah. Soon. It's on exactly. its way. And as you said, coming to a TikTok near you, maybe. Uh, Clark, we'll get Clark to do some TikTok dances uh, and plug the Sunfire Tavern. That's not going to be happening. Nope, nope. <laughs> it's not going to be happening. I'm way too old to be on uh, TikTok. If, this, if the next tweet gets 10 retweets, uh, we'll get Clark doing a, uh, <laughs> a TikTok dance. Um, okay, all right. All right. Here's the thing. If we get 50 retweets, I'll do all a TikTok right. dance. 50 retweets, 50 retweets and Clark will do a TikTok. you got to do some work, Ollie. Right. So you get tweeting tonight. Oh get that tweet God. out there. Because you, you can now tweet on the Sunfire yes. Tavern podcast. <laughs> um, you get a tweet out, and you get your mates to retweet that 50 times. I'll do a TikTok dance. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, that's for this week's episode of the Sunfire Tavern podcast. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.